Greetings, beloved. I am Lavoisier, a.k.a. Captain OG. Those of you listening to me might be discovering this or me uh, for the first time, but I am the founder of Grow the Heck Up, where we discuss race, religion, music, culture, health, community, hip-hop, and the Bible. And I talk a lot about politics, but I, I really didn't want politics to just dominate the platform. So I called in a few of my friends to create a podcast called Right Hook, Left Jaw, political podcast from a Christian perspective, and hopefully you'll get to learn more about us as we uh, embark upon this journey. So i got some good friends here with me today. I have Miss Jordan, and I have Who's Meech. All three of us are conservative. Uh, we met each other in different circumstances. Jordan and I met a couple years ago on Twitter. We since since become great internet friends. But you know, in this day and age, internet friends become realer than people that you know in your real life sometimes. Uh, Meech and I have a shared history with having mutual friends in the Christian rap music industry and stuff like that. And so let's talk about what's going on. And, and I think because, you know, just, just given the surrounding culture, let's talk about Kanye West a little bit. So happy Thanksgiving for those of you who celebrate. This is belated. It's going to come out a couple of days after Thanksgiving. But did you guys celebrate Thanksgiving? Oh yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. Of course yeah. I did. Yeah, you, you got to say it like, why not? What do you think I'm woke? <laughs> yeah, no. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. I ain't got time for the for the, all that nonsense. I enjoyed yeah. food with my family. I prayed and we had a really really good time. All right, so yeah, so all right, so bet. But that's it. We'll, we'll come back to Kanye West. So, on Twitter, every year for the past couple of years, there's a lot of hoopla about whether or not we should celebrate Thanksgiving given the history of the so-called Indians and Native Americans and the history with the pilgrims and stuff like that. And um Listen, I'm not mad at any conversation that someone wants to have about history. I never want to sweep anything under the rug that anybody thinks is worth discussing. But growing up as a black person in America, in the projects, all I remember is Thanksgiving being a good time. And the only thing that might ruin a good time is if two family members start arguing or something like that. But (laughs) other than that, we were aware. You know, you always hear the rumblings. And Jordan, I don't know what it's been like for you because you're not a black person in America. But there's always awareness of like, there's a mixed, blended, blurry history, but in real time, all I remember Thanksgiving being is celebration with family, great food, and that's all it was. But now it's almost like people are, uh, uh, see, listen, I, I, let, let me not go too far off. I have no problem with people saying, I don't celebrate this because of that. Yeah. But now the conversation is, you shouldn't celebrate this mm-hmm. because of that. Right. That's not your business what I celebrate. Yeah. So have you have you have you guys been seeing the 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 woke Thanksgiving trend and what what do you think about that? I haven't really seen it at all, and not in my real life at least. Like mm. everybody everybody I know, regardless of race, they're still celebrating Thanksgiving. <laughs> right, right. So so maybe maybe it's just on Twitter. Um, yeah, I mean, as as far as for me, yeah, my family, we haven't gotten you know uh, nobody has gotten that far to where they're like, you know, uh, we shouldn't celebrate Thanksgiving. But um, it is interesting that um, people, you know, take Thanksgiving and they say, well, we shouldn't celebrate it because of this and that. And like you said, I'm all for that. We can have the discussion. But then you also have 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 to have a discussion about how many other things you shouldn't be celebrating. What are birthdays about? What are other holidays about? You know what I'm saying? What is the wedding ring about? Where does all this stuff come from? Right. Uh, Because at the end of the day, uh, I think we're forgetting that, um, you know, this we get a day off. The government gives us a day off. Right. Uh, we get to celebrate with our family. Right. Um, and really what it really is about is celebrating family, right. um, an opportunity of time to come together. You know, I'm not as big on birthdays as I used to be, right. but you know, if it could be a day where we can get together, I get together with my family, I'm going to take the occasion to do that. So, 
you know, all the woke stuff, to, to be honest, it, it just, a lot of it brings division and, and foolishness, if you ask me. Yeah, and, and some would say we're already divided. So there's a uh, uh, rising podcast is getting very popular called Truth Truth Table Podcast. And uh, they posted up a picture of some Native Americans wearing Native American garb. And it says, today we acknowledge our indigenous neighbors who are yet separated from their ancestral lands through 500 years of exploitation, white supremacist terror, and political injustice. Ay, ay, ay. As, as people of faith, our prayer and purpose for this season is to tell the truth that the faith of the pilgrims was not the faith in the one true God, Jesus Christ, the brown-skinned man acquainted with legalized oppression. I wonder if they pull out Martin Luther King's sins and do the same thing with him in January. Yeah, probably not. Yeah, I, I, I haven't found any heroes that might fit the criteria of perfection that it seems like they're kind of pushing for. But, you know, let, let, let's move on. Uh, you know, th- there's no reason to glorify the origins of Thanksgiving, <clears throat> excuse me, so our intention is to take time with our friends and family to fix our hopes on the Lord who will restore a hundredfold. No, quote, no longer will they build houses and others live in them or plant and others eat, Isaiah 65, 22. My goodness. We hope you all join us in committing huh. to educated solidarity, remembrance by honoring the heritage and ongoing liberation struggles of Native peoples. This land is not our land that's on period with a t really period period this land not our land i mean i, I think we put in un- enough work to you know make a, a a stance that this is definitely our land if you ask me yeah the, the, the hopi were fighting with the pueblo and the cherokee and so forth and so on i wonder who i wonder what tribe they would give it back to yeah you know, I, I yeah, you know, I I just can't get with this kind of thinking. I mean, I understand it. I respect people's decision and all of that, but I know Native Americans that celebrate Thanksgiving and Christmas and every other American holiday because they're they've kind of assimilated into the culture. I just can't do woke Thanksgiving. I'm again, if you choose to, you know, celebrate Thanksgiving that way, I'm I'm just not with it. This woke stuff is just it, it seems like it only views everything through the lens of oppressed and oppressor. There's no middle ground. There's nothing in between. Never mind the fact that uh, the history of Thanksgiving is not all about the pilgrims. As a matter of fact, Abraham Lincoln instituted it as a national holiday when the Civil War was happening. Mm-hmm. He didn't mention enemies. He didn't mention rebels. It was just a way to, quote unquote, try and bring the country together amid in the season of turmoil. And like I said, growing up, there was never any commemoration of any of this. Not to say that it's, it's, it's not warranted, but it's just not my way. It's not. I mean, yeah. I mean, my thing is then give it back. If that's the way that you feel, then right. you know, right. give your freedom back or get off of this <laughs> land. No, seriously. Right. right. Like if if right. you're you you, first. If you, <laughs> right. Yeah. Exactly. Right. And then maybe I'll follow. Right. You know, because right. at the end of the day, uh, my ancestors, who were slaves, right. built this country. Right. And I believe what President Trump said it a couple of weeks ago, maybe, or maybe a month ago, he was like, I don't know if you know, but you guys built this country. I'm right. pretty sure a lot of us already know. Right. But the thing about it is, you know, it's here. We are here. Um, and I don't know about y'all, but I definitely feel like this is my country, or at least the people that have, uh, or my ancestors or whatever, right. that um, was, was, you know, breaking their backs to build this country. It's definitely their land. I don't care what right. anybody says. Right. And there, there, there's this move to demonize all things patriotic, all things American. And I don't see any. And of course, with respect to Truth Table podcast, they're definitely calling for a day of this or that and maybe trying to institute something new. But there just seems to be. a mo- No, not seems to be right now. 
patriotism and racism is being used like a synonym, and that's just not the truth. They yeah. don't show the they don't show the supporters in the country who are Trump supporters, patriots, or whatever you want to call it. Um, they really keep those people marginalized and out of the spotlight. Meanwhile, Hong Kong going through real government oppression and tyrannical um, dictatorship from the government are waving American flags, showing support for President Trump and singing the national anthem of our country while we're saying overwhelmingly so many millennials are now supporting communism and socialism. Jordan, your thoughts? Yeah, so, I mean, when you think about it, you see these people in Hong Kong who are fighting for the freedoms that we have and they're flying the American flag and they're saying, thank you, America, and they're singing our national anthem. I, right. I'm curious, how many other countries' na- national anthems have you ever sang? Because right. I've never <laughs> sang any other country's national anthem. Right. So it's like they're looking to us and saying, we want what you guys have. Right. But then we have people here who are like, this country sucks. Right. And you're like, are you serious? Because we have people in Iran, we have people in China who look to us as the beacon of what they want to become. Right. And then people here, it's like, they're trying to say that we're not great. We're right. not perfect, but we're definitely great. Yeah, yeah. America's definitely what's, great. People definitely yeah. want to come here. Yeah, what's so great about it is the fact of the freedom that we have that so many people take for granted. Mm-hmm. It's become so um, ridiculous out here that not even just to be like a quote-unquote patriot, but even to have respect for the army and the military mm-hmm. is now a symbol of racism. That shows right. you that there's definitely something going on out there and it comes from you know a lot of it comes from this this woke stuff where it's like you you don't appreciate anything about living in america and it's right. really really sad all right. three of us and many of our family members and all and, and everybody in america they wake up every single day and they have the ability to succeed in so many different ways and so many right. people just take that for granted and it's sad Right. Well, I think it also shows like how luxurious people's lives are that this is like what they have the time to complain about. Right. Real because wow. if they have real oppression, like, you know, people talk about Trump as a dictator and all this stuff. Like if you if you had really real oppression or real struggles in life, right. you wouldn't be on your iPhone tweeting about like America. Right. Sucks. Okay. right. <laughs> that, right. That, that's kind of real, because when you think about it, Hong Kong is not. Protesting the actions of other free citizens, right? Like, hey, you shouldn't do that because they're oppressing us right now. It's not time for that. Right. They're really fighting the government and fighting oppression every single day. And when I look, you know, it's funny, studying history is what actually caused me to move away a a lot from social justice because Mm -hmm. when I saw what the real problems were 40, 50 years ago, and I see what people are, kind of complaining about or fighting today. It's not to say that there's still not fights to be fought, but it just didn't line up in any way, shape, or form. You know, the narrative has not changed when it comes to social justice. They, you still hear people talking about, you know, just, just the, even the scriptures that people reference, like one day, you know, we will build homes and not dwell. Listen, man, you could get a mortgage out here, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, I don't, I don't experience that as my reality. You know, and, but a lot of people that are even saying these things are not experiencing them, it themselves either. They're and not because they're tweeting Starbucks. Yeah, right. exactly. And they're tweeting it or, or whatever or speaking about it on their podcast or whatever, that a podcast that's potentially making them money or just whatever it may be. It just goes to show you that like, it's just like racism. Oh, racism is everywhere. But if you, I started to ask people, literally, I would ask people, I started with my family members and then started with random people, right. black people. It's like, 
how many times have you experienced racism in the last five years? So many people, some, so many people tell me none. So many people tell me one, maybe somebody will tell me four, but as much as we hear about it every single day, you would think that racism right. is happening to every single black person almost every single day. Right. You know, it, three years ago, they told us that we shouldn't even walk outside. We're going to get shot by a police officer. Right. You know what I'm saying? And that was real stuff. CNN right. was talking about this. It was reports right. saying that, you know, if you're black, you're more likely to right. get shot right. by a police officer than, right. than die any other way. Right. Um, you know, just, just wow. Just madness. Yeah. And, uh, you know, again, I, I have to be true to my reality. I'm not unaware of the history. I'm not unaware of some of the problems that persist to this day. Um, I just don't think it fits the level of the narrative. And, and with that means you're entering into law enforcement. Um, yes. What, where's your mindset at right now? Because you don't know what it's going to be like hands on. You know, you can you can learn, study, go through the academy, all of that. But where is your mindset and, and what is God speaking to your heart, even if you want to take it that far? about entering into law enforcement as a black man who was also conservative-minded, uh, freedom-minded, and appreciative of the freedoms we have, which, which kind of, you know, community you come from, the black community. Uh, we have a history of contention with police officers, some of which is warranted, some of which is uh, played up to the max right now. Where, mm -hmm. Where's your mindset at? My mindset is, is actually um, to... Number one, it's for New York State. Um, that's where I'm from, from okay. New York. Uh, right. Well, Buffalo, right. New York. So it's in New York State, very liberal state. So, um, you know, it's, it's just interesting that I'm going in and so many people that are going to be around me are going to be white people. Because let's just be honest, if, you know, most of the workforce there, the people that are employed there are white. Mm -hmm. Here's the thing, though. How many more of us could be in a position to be in law enforcement wow. if we weren't afraid to go for those type of jobs. And just to be honest, like this is my mindset. My mindset is to go in here, have an experience, show love to all people. Cause you know, people, you know, think just because you're conservative and you don't, you don't believe in, you know, pushing transgenderism to children, then you're a bigot. I'm gonna go in here. I don't care if I, if, if I have to speak with gay people or whatever people of any background or religion, I'm gonna show love and treat everybody equally. Right. But one thing that stands out to me, like I said, will be that, People are afraid of these type of jobs or these type of or going into these type of spaces because, you know, the white man don't want us there, you know, blah, blah, blah. Somebody somebody straight up told me, you know, white people don't want you to have that job. And I'm like, really? But white people are employing me. So what are you talking about? <laughs> right. It just doesn't make any sense. So right. I've just, you know, just to, you know, wrap a bow on it. I just want to go in. I want to have an experience and really tell people and show people like, we don't have to be, you know, given to this scare, these scare tactics as being put out there by the left and the Democratic Party. Like we can go anywhere and be successful. We can go anywhere and demand respect with our character and our lifestyle. Indeed. Indeed. So so fake news. Jordan, you had a post. You posted mm -hmm. on your own account and you and you posted it on Grow the Heck Up. Well, we posted it for you on Grow the Heck Up. And uh, you asked people what they thought the state of the news was. And you said, hey, well, I just want to know what you guys think about fake news. And there was about 30 side-by-side -side articles from the same publications and the same politicians straight contradicting what they said from one year to the next or from a couple of months to the next in order to fit a narrative. And, and it wasn't like hard to see. Like Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez was like, 
slamming Trump for not pulling out of war. Then literally she was slamming Trump for pulling us out of war. And there were about 30 headlines like that. Mm-hmm. Like, what has your feedback been as a white woman, as a Christian, as a conservative who engages a bit on social media with your friends and family? What do you find that the, the people are buying into the mainstream me, um, uh, media narrative? Do you find that people are becoming more hip to it? Like, where? how do you see that? So it's pretty interesting. So like you said, basically, you know, I just wanted to ask people, like, what do they think? Because we hear about fake news and we hear people say, you know, the media is the enemy of the people. Right. And then you have other people who are like, no, like the free press has to be, you know, protected at all costs. Right. So you have both sides of that coin. And I don't think there's anyone who's saying don't protect the press. But I think like the press has a responsibility to be honest and not to deceive us and to not omit the truth. So it's basically like all these side by sides of like, you know, what the New York Times said on this and what they said on this. And it like completely contradicts or it contradicts from the way that they like reported about President Obama and how they reported about President Trump completely different. Um, And so I posted a bunch of those and uh, basically just let the media speak for themselves, you know, didn't have to really put any commentary, just let people to see the headline differences. Right. Um, I was really surprised about the feedback, like people who I don't ever talk to about politics, who you would have no idea they're even interested. They're, they're like hitting me up of like, wow, thank you so much for sharing this. I had one guy, a black guy who was like, wow, I need to stop watching CNN. What should I do? I want the truth. (laughs) Right. Right. And I'm like, wow, like, I'm not going to tell you what news station to watch, but I'll, you know, send you some like YouTube channels or something. But um, I was really encouraged. I had people who said the mainstream media is trash. They, they tell lies. Um, Nobody was like, go mainstream media. It was like, everyone (laughs) who was like, they're like, I don't trust it. And so to me, that was like, people you don't even know, like that are just kind of like stealth watching current events. They feel the same way. They feel like the mainstream media is trash, that they're yeah. misleading people, and they're yeah. not they're they're untrustworthy. Yeah. You no you know what? No. If I could just interject very quickly, like it's really amazing how because we're Christians here, and you know, you could believe that you're so spirit led and you know you're reading the Bible, so you're just gonna be able to tell the truth from lies. Right, right. Like, yo, wisdom is is really an interesting, you know, situation because by experience and by learning new things, you get new perspectives. Right. So me, you know, I'm I mean, I'm a Bible attached to my hip. You know what I mean? I'm right. I'm a preacher, you know what I mean? That's Keep what I that do. Language, you, yeah. you know what I'm saying? That's what I've been doing for for decades, almost, you know, decades. But the thing about it is I still got caught up in the mainstream medium and had in mainstream media and had no idea that I was being swayed to believe and think certain things while Mm -hmm. all still having a Bible in my hand the whole time. Right. There's a lot of deception, you know? So in in one way you can't blame people because if they're like so busy or, you know, they have kids or whatever, they're not really researching from day to day. If they just catch a headline or they catch a little clip, that's creating their reality of what's going on in this country. But mm-hmm. when you even dive in deeper or you go watch Trump's speech for itself, or, you know, you go read what he actually wrote, mm-hmm. then you're like, wow, that was not true at all what they said. But a lot of people, you know, for good or bad, they're not really digging deep. They're just yeah. kind of like taking it as it's presented to them thinking, you know, New York times, Washington post, these are these, you know, right. 
these institutions, why would they lie? They're not realizing, oh, they lie every day. Oh, and, 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 and not realizing there, there's a graphic with, man, we got to find this and put this on our social media. Maybe we'll even, you know, share a link to it alongside of it whenever this drops or something. But there is a graphic of about 20 plus people, approximately something like that, who were married to people in the Obama administration and their spouses all worked in mainstream media. Oh, yeah, mainstream media. It's yeah. just like when I became a Christian, I was just reading different preachers, taking it or leaving it. I didn't know that there were lines drawn in the sand, clearly ideologically, right? And so the same thing. I thought like, oh, well, I listened to MSNBC, NBC, ABC, and CNN. I'm getting a diverse perspective. Mm -hmm. They're all owned by the yeah. same things. You might yep. as well be listening to one. You know what I'm right. saying? Yep. They are all on script. And um, and that that really, again, played a role in how I began to see President Trump differently because once someone starts lying about someone, mm. I immediately change my perspective on the person being discussed and the mm. person supposedly telling the truth. Because Come if on. you have to lie, how bad can a person be really? Right. Right. You you hurt your credibility. So when I see clear lies about President Trump, people who I thought I respected, either you're now not qualified to tell me the truth because you're not informed or either you're lying. And yeah. so when I just started looking at President Trump, I'm like, well, if he really is as bad as they say, you don't have to make things up. There would right. be an endless amount of things to point to. So but when he discusses MS-13 being animals and I think MS-13 will probably again put it in the description or something like that. I don't know. We're still figuring this out. Right hook, left jaw. And um, he's discussing MS-13 saying these people are animals. And I think their motto for MS-13 is something like rape, kill, steal, or something like that. Like, it's something crazy. He's calling them animals. Oh, look what he's saying about Mexicans. Right. He condemns with his own mouth. I saw with my own eyes, uh, not the white supremacists. They should be condemned totally. Totally. That yeah. is a Trump line. But yet for almost a year, I believe that he said they were very fine people. Yeah. And so you're in media, you're in journalism, you're cutting this up, you're editing it. You got access to transcripts and so does everyone. You have to know this is false. And if he's really that bad, why do you have to lie? Shouldn't have like, to make anything up. Yeah. It should all be there. You should have an abundance. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm that saying? Charlottesville, that Charlottesville hoax, CNN reports to this day. To this day. To this day, they report that Trump said that white, white nationalists are very fine people. Yeah, That and, and is an outright lie that you yeah. can check for yourself. Read yeah. the transcript of what he said. And he said, I'm not talking about white nationalists and white supremacists. <laughs> Clearly. It should be Crystal clear. Totally. Clearly. So, so it's not like he just wasn't talking about them. They asked him on, first of all, it was a setup in the way the question was framed because... He said, I'm not talking about the white nationalists. And then he went on to talk. And then they asked him again, are you talking mm -hmm. about the white nationalists? And he said it again. Yep. And he so, caught it. Uh, uh, he caught it. A couple of months ago, I'm talking to Derek, Christian rapper, very popular, Derek Minor on Twitter. And we're going back and forth about Trump. And I said, OK, well, tell me how Trump is racist. It's the first thing he went to. He said, Man. Trump said, uh, well, Nazis were very fine people. I said, no, he didn't. Right. And here's yeah. how, and again, salute and respect to Derek Minor. He's yeah, we rock with Derek hard, man. Yeah, hard. One of the most solid stand-up Christian rappers. I'm just recounting the exchange. It was a public mm -hmm. exchange. It wasn't a private conversation. I showed him. I posted the video of Trump denouncing it. And Brother Derek Minor was so convinced and persuaded that what he was saying was true. Yeah. And he said, oh, nah, that was in another speech after. No, my brother. 
Yeah, no, no. Like, like, how, and again, I don't even, I don't even take anything away from him, but just this is what we're dealing with. And um, and I don't think but you should it, trust anybody. I think you should do your own research about everything. But the narrative it gets about the best of is definitely a lie. It gets it gets the best of of all people. Like nobody is exempt from feeding into false narratives. Like we've all done it. The only thing that you can do at this point is just to do your due diligence. Like when and that's the amazing thing about um, President Trump because like if if not for Trump, I don't think that I would have ever stopped listening to mainstream media. I would have always listened to them as a source of knowledge. It wasn't until fake news, fake news. I'm like, (laughs) I'm like, what is that? Like, why he keep on saying that? Like, what does that mean? (laughs) It forced me to dig in, right, to really try to figure out what was going on. And just, I was talking to somebody literally about three weeks ago on Twitter as well. And they're like, Trump never condemned white supremacy. I'm like, come on, man. Are you guys even trying anymore? When the big shooting happened, I believe in El Paso, if that was the one, he got on Right on national TV in front of everybody. I mean, it it went viral, condemning white supremacy. But people will still hold on to he's never done it. It's just like, man, you just that's is that the narrative you want to ride with, even though it's not true? It's and just it, it's crazy. It it was actually Jordan. It was it was actually Jordan that shared a video with me of President Trump condemning white nationalism, racism, and and white supremacy from years back. Mm-hmm. And David David Duke too, you know. Yeah, because uh, there for the longest time, people are like, he won't disavow David Duke, and then you go back in the archives, he's been disavowing David. Ben, yeah, been disavowing David Duke. So, right. so, so, who you guys voting for? <laughs> That's easy, <laughs> President Trump. I'll, President I'll Trump. tell you. I'll tell you who this guy. <laughs> <laughs> what's that you got there? Wow, that's what's huh. up. Make hey, listen great again. Are they are 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 they the still are he, is is he running against the Democrats or still the Democrats he running against? Still the Democrats. Uh, okay, yeah, no, no, I'm going with Trump then. Yeah, for sure. And uh, I I just can't get listen. I just don't I just don't even I don't. First of all, I don't believe what the Democrats are promising. Um, I don't believe that what they're promising is really feasible and doable. And even if they could, I those are not things I think help people. You know what I'm saying? I think that history has proven. Listen, if you there was a time when a high school degree was all you needed. Excuse me, a high school diploma was all you needed. You start giving free college to people, college becomes worth less, right? Yep. You start raising, and maybe the minimum wage need, needs to be raised, but historically, the only thing that has happened is it's affected prices, the amount of hours that people can work. You know, Andrew Yang promising a thousand dollars, Bernie Sanders coming out to excuse free me, money, bug, and hip hop music, free money, free college, free everything. You know, I used to. So many things that I used to regard as just talking points I've seen become true right in front of my eyes. They really do get people by promising them free stuff. Yeah. We're going to give you free health care, free college. As a matter of fact, we're going to even give you $1,000 a month just because you need it. And it's so hard out here. I just can't buy into it. Meanwhile, President Trump got in office. If President Trump would have slashed a bunch of programs, like he did, they cut a lot of fat out of the government. They cut a lot of regulation for big business. If it would have proved what the Democrats always say, then I think they would have, might have had a fighting chance. But Trump cut regulations. He cut a lot of the quote-unquote programs and got more people back to work ever in the history of America. And so I think it's Trump 2020, and I don't, I don't think the Democrats really stand a chance. Yeah. He's doing a great job. He's just... He's doing a great job. I mean, what he's accomplished in three years is like unprecedented. 
with the fact that he's been fought every step of the way by the Democrats, just with these endless investigations. And I think the Democrat party is off the rails, honestly. Like, I don't know if they can, I don't know if they can recover with just how left they keep going and just the pandering and the, the liberal ideology, the leftist, I should say, ideology. Um, It's not resonating with regular people. I don't think. Um, and it's so anti-American, a lot of the stuff that they're pushing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and I, and for me, if I could just be real, on the real reason why I started my political journey was to help those who were around me. I still live in the inner city. I still live on one of the worst hoods in the city of Buffalo Central Park. It is what it is. I'm, I'm here for right now until the Lord moves me. Amen. But um, the thing about it is the Democratic Party, if we could just be real, has not helped Black people. Uh, we've just been used. And, you know, a lot of people are waking up, but we have to understand that some there's still a lot of people who do not know and do not understand that Trump is not your problem. Your problem is the government seizing your mind and not giving you freedom. Right. And that's what I feel like the Democratic Party is is doing. Any any how about this? Any party that's going to push victimhood, I don't want anything to be a part of. Nothing. I don't because yeah. it lessens ability, it snatches away dreams. How many people um living on welfare that had were were going to be contributors to society had dreams? Well, welfare is a dream snatcher. Mm-hmm. You can make $1000 a month, but you'll never make 1000 in one. It's a dream snatcher. So if that's what the Democrats are offering and now they're offering more more programs, the black people were doing the best when the government was not interfering with their life and their lifestyle and what they had going on and their work work ethic. Now, ever since the government has been doing that under the Democratic Party, we failed. So to get us back, I'm sorry, we need the Republican Party to stay in power. I'm wow. sorry, that's just what it is. Wow. As a black man, Meech, I don't know. I know. How you can say that. I know, I know. Maybe I'm not black. Maybe I'm really white. (laughs) (laughs) All right, yo. So before we get up out of here, Kanye West. Kanye's been, you know, I I dig the music and I play it. I got a radio show. I've been playing it on the radio show as of last week. But the way he's standing for family, the way he's standing up for whatever it is that he believes, right now Kanye West has become one of my biggest sources of inspiration right now, personally Mm -hmm. speaking. Um, He's even challenged Kim Kardashian to uh, not dress so provocatively. And Mm -hmm. and with respect to what it is, Kim Kardashian really did contribute to the way I believe society and young women view nudity and promiscuity. Absolutely. Right. Trailblazer. Let's keep it real. They put out that that sex tape with Ray J and all of that. And I'm I'm speaking with humility now because of where she's at and what she's involved Mm -hmm. in. I don't want to make it look like I'm throwing dirt. Absolutely Um, But to see... 10 years later, her husband, Kanye West, challenged her on national TV and the world at large about the way she dresses. And then for her to kind of fight him back a little bit, I don't know if you guys saw. I saw mm-hmm. it. She said, that's your journey, not mine. Only to come back a month or so later to say, you know what, I, you know, visiting the White House and, you know, my, and hearing my husband, I am going to change the way that I dress. And she's, get, you know, getting black people up out of prison. She's advocating for um, the, the quote unquote least of these in some respects. Uh, Kanye West has just become a, and she's attending church with him all the time, you mm-hmm. know, celebrity lifestyles, you know, they have enough money. It doesn't require your family being there all the time. Kanye keeps his wife with him at these church services and all of that. Mm-hmm. And, right. um, you know, I'm, I'm just inspired by Kanye West. What do you guys think about what's going on with Kanye? The love, the hate, you know, he's visiting prisons, you know, he's building, he's still thinking like a, like a genius, 
you mm-hmm. know, still trying to grow, create farms to grow materials for his clothing and all of that. Just an all-around inspiration for me. What do you guys think? Love that guy. Love him. To the max. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm so happy for him, honestly, because, you know, he's been my favorite rapper since I was like 16 years old with Jesus really? Box. Yeah. I kind of had to go a little bit away when he was kind of doing some of that wild stuff. I really didn't like some of more, his more darker albums, but right. to see, see Jesus as King. I mean, the more I listen to it, the more I love it. Like right. I th- I appreciate, you know, everything that he's talking about. I love what he's doing with his family. Right. You know, Kim Kardashian, she's actually in law school right now. She's yes, becoming right. a lawyer. That's true. I that's forgot right. about that. Yep. That is yeah, true. I forgot so, about that. I mean, the, the two of them, the reach that they have in the world, I mean, they probably reach over a billion people together Easy. today. Easy. You know, if if Kim Kardashian also has like a radical salvation, the same as Kanye has had, I mean, I don't even think we can fathom what that would do to the world. Like we could have like the craziest like rush towards God from people revival. all over the world. Revival, right. Yeah, revival. Thank you. Um, I, I'm, I, I love it. I love what's going on with Kanye. I'm proud of him. I think it's, I think it's legit. His, uh, salvation experience. I think that he really had a moment with God. I think he really wants to change his life. And he's kind of in that, like that baby Christian thing of like, I want to tell everybody about it. Like, I'm so excited. I want everyone to know about God. And you know, it's a little messy sometimes, but the zeal is there, you know, and it's that zeal that you have when you first encounter the power of God. And you're like, I got to tell everybody about it. To mm. me, it's it's legitimate what's going on with him. Wow. Yep. And I and I want to say this and make sure I say it the right way because I don't want to sound crazy. So I'll say this first. I care first and foremost about his personal relationship and salvation that comes from Jesus Christ. Right. But I'll, I'm prefacing that only to say that um, even if it's not genuine, it's good. It's good what he's doing. I'm just being honest. Like, wow. I don't know him personally. Um, I tell people all the time, I can never really tell you if somebody is a Christian or not, but I can tell you what it looks like when they are one. And uh, he looks like that, you know, pretty much. And the reason why I I say that is because, you know, everybody, you know, people have a strong critique of of Billy Graham. You feel what I'm saying? There's people that don't rock with Big Billy. (laughs) But can you can you deny what Billy Graham did? The Crusades, how many people he led to the recognition of Jesus Christ as Savior. So when you look at Kanye and I'm gonna say this last thing, I'm trying to make it very quick. The biggest impact I think that Kanye is going to have is on women for two reasons. One of what they can see as a successful black man. In music media, not not just like some some like maybe famous judge, if, if there are any black famous judges judges that the culture even cares about, but right. just speaking in reference to them being able to see a black man who is is he a billionaire already or on his way? Kanye's a billionaire. He's a billionaire. He's a billionaire, and he owns his company fully. Come on, how and, he, and a year and a year ago he was thirty five million in debt. Now he's a billionaire. He's giving God the glory. He's saying God is showing off. He he credits God with that. Oh yeah, ex- exactly. I actually um heard that. So his wife, he has a beautiful wife who he is loving to death, and everybody can see it. Mm-hmm. And lastly, if I'm telling you something, if Kim Kardashian start dressed immodestly, we gonna see a shift in the culture wow. because that's just how powerful she she is as a mm-hmm. culture swayer, and that's gonna be big for women. Um, I can't get all into it, but for women and how men judge women, 
it's going to be very, very good that um, if they continue in this way, um, the morals that they're going to bring back to the family, you know, fundamentals of of many black Americans and even beyond. So I just think it's amazing all all over. I can talk forever about it. I got to stop here before I preach. Yeah. And and listen, and I'm sure that this conversation about Kanye is not going to end. Conversation about Trump is not going to end. This is what we're going to be talking about. Anybody watching, make sure you let us know in the comments um, what you want to hear, what you want us to talk about, questions you got, feedback, good, bad, indifferent. We want it all. We don't just want the kudos. We want your opinions. We want your pushbacks. And um, we look forward to joining you again soon. Amen. Let's go. Right hook, left jaw. Right hook, left jaw. We out of here.